0: all the movies that molded me i love the movies i love the movies hey one love hey i like the movies with the boobies
1: (coughs) what is up welcome welcome here we go we have Aaron joining us today with uh, Movies at Motomy, and uh, Aaron is a longtime listener, first-time caller. Um, welcome, welcome. I'm glad you're
0: here. <laughs> Aaron's really active over at our uh, Marco Polo group, so that's how we know him. And Aaron, you actually have your own podcast. It's uh, kind of up and coming. You want to talk just very brif- briefly about that?
2: Yeah, I'm upstarting a podcast called The Rebellion, which is going to be about all things Star Wars. I'd love yes. for y'all to check it out once I get it up and going. And um I'm gonna be co-hosting it <laughs> with good old Brett Wilson.
3: Oh, I love nice. Brett Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't yeah, he's seen a great him guy. in a long time. Yeah, I bet.
0: Sometimes yes. I forget about those circles, like the people that we have on the other side with the uh with, with bad Christian
1: folks. So that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. You guys launching on the well, fourth by chance. Ooh, that'd be a good <laughs> Ooh,
2: that'd be one hell of a good time to start. Especially that with Bad Batch awesome. coming out.
0: With what yeah. with what coming out? The Bad TV Batch. show
2: Bad Batch. What is that? Oh my gosh, dude. It is <laughs> <laughs> it's an animated show um that takes place after um season seven of Clone Wars the Animated Show, where they oh, get God. introduced and their whole special um creation of clones that are separate from the usual ones that got slightly screwed up and are actually an elite force.
0: Will not be watching that, so... You're missing
1: uh, out. I'm not into Star Wars at
0: all either, but... He
3: doesn't watch anything animated.
2: I can talk to you all so you're blue in the face if you
0: wanted, but you know now let's skip that no um all right if, so- you need
3: a, if you need a guest on the show i will be part of your star wars guest Wait, show host. moving
0: today. right along
2: <laughs> <laughs> well chris you set yourself up for that one though, but whatever. though, it's all good
0: uh yeah so today we're talking psychological thrillers which i'm so excited of course we always let our guests pick the uh the topic and uh Aaron was like great job yeah let's do it
1: and uh omar was telling me man i think this may be my favorite genre of movies very much is. I would, uh, I'm excited about my list. I brought a list that's here to win. So, Aaron, I hope. <laughs> I hope you came came to play today. Um, oh, I but, did. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is interesting. This I realize there hasn't been a really good psychological oh, psychological thriller um, since like the early 2000s. In my opinion, Ooh, that you've there's, seen, I
2: think you're quite wrong on that one. There's, there's okay.
1: I, we'll get into some lists and we'll talk about it. But I know growing up in the 90s, uh, that was like one of the main genres of movies that were being produced and put mm-hmm. out there, um, was psychological thrillers. So there's a lot of really yeah. good ones with really good actors. Correct um, me if I'm wrong, Omar, but the last movie you
0: saw that was new was in the early two thousands. Is that correct? <laughs> that, that is
1: incorrect, actually. But um my th- just no- a sleep n- under n- one hover. Rock nothing on my list uh <laughs> is past nineteen ninety nine. So Oh my god, well
0: that's to be expected. That's good. That's good. Old yeah, geezer. No
1: well, and there um, are because
3: it molded me for a reason.
1: Uh, no no movie past 1999 I mean, i'll put that caveat in oh so,
0: you got a tv show
1: on there and there's been Ooh. some pretty good psychological thriller tv shows um and yeah, yeah. In, in recent in recent past and then uh the movies anymore that are psychological thrillers there are some good ones but they're, they don't compare to mm-hmm. the ones that were made in 2000s or, or okay. early 2000s and 90s in my, in my opinion so let's uh, we'll we'll let's see, see if we agree, we'll so. see so okay, so we always
0: like to let our guests start first. And so let me just kind of explain what we're doing here. We're going to try to come up with the top five definitive list of psychological thrillers of all time. And the way we play this game is that each person is going to bring forth a movie that they think is the one of the best, the top three. Um made the that- <laughs> fourth be with you. <laughs> That they think is, uh, you know, one of the top three psychological thrillers of all time. And then we're going to rate it on what we call the grayscale. That's a number between uh, one and five, five being the best, one being the least. Uh, It is a rubric that you have to look at. It's completely unsubjective. Uh, Not really. It's completely subjective. Uh, Omar (coughs) likes to throw out. Uh, what he calls decibels uh but they are decimals uh and uh anyhow just <laughs> to, just and because i can't math uh so anyhow oh. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and get Chris, started i promise
2: you can math more than i can
0: <laughs> well let's hope because uh, uh me uh, and elizabeth are we embarrassing you elizabeth math. currently at this moment
3: i mean <laughs> it's all good just keep going
0: <laughs> well elizabeth you know, I'm I'm looking so forward to all of the cartoons she has on the psychological yeah, thriller. Really,
3: really <laughs> that's funny. Well, me and Chris
2: were saying that earlier the other day. <laughs>
1: Who framed Roger Rabbit this is definitely gonna be on there, right? <laughs> oh I, I can't wait to actually, yeah,
3: I'll talk about that in a minute. Elizabeth,
1: I can't wait to give, give Bambi Wally? a zero. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's not oh a psychological God. thriller.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I cried at the end. I mean, I don't know. It <laughs> <laughs> fucked with my head when I was a kid.
3: <laughs> I, I mean,
2: Told yeah. you not to treat the planet like shit, but that was about it. That was a good yeah. one.
0: Well, yeah. well, maybe we'll talk about it. So uh, we always <laughs> like to let our guest go first, and the handy. order today, because we always do like a little game of uh, rock paper scissors before we start. And With so the, the order today uh, will be Aaron going first because he is our guest, uh, and then it'll be Omar. Because he won rock, paper, scissors. I, like I won with a broken does. scissor
1: <laughs> twice.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, just flipped, I
1: just flipped him off and it passed his scissors twice.
2: Does Omar have some sort of Jedi power that he, he wins every time?
0: He must have because he really wins like every single <laughs> time. Uh, following Omar will be myself and then finally Elizabeth. So we're going to do our top three. We start out with our third. Aaron, what is your third favorite psychological thriller of all time?
2: Believe it or not, I am starting off with a TV show. It is the show V. Okay. And and I'm now, talking, wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Is this the v, v from the 70s or the V from the 2000s?
2: No, it's the one from the 2000s that only, unfortunately, got one damn season. I was yeah. very disappointed that it did. I, there were so many shows that's in the 2000s for like thrillers or science fiction that only got shafted of one season it was quite sad but anyhow i love v because give me a thriller mixed with some science fiction that is about um like these supposed aliens taking over the world but yet they're here to help us what an interesting idea it is to me like mm-hmm. then you delve into like the later episodes where they end up being like these sinister dark beings but yet they appear to be like super great, and what's interesting about that, is you can correlate that to like cults now, because um, they start off to be amazing, and then they <laughs> end up being super fucking destructive.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see the correlation there. Um, well, good. I I saw V. I actually got to see it, but I'm going to let Omar talk first because I'm not the first one to go. I'm actually. Well, hang really on. Aaron has this.
3: to. Aaron needs to rate it, doesn't
0: he? Oh yeah, yeah. What would you give V on the grayscale, Aaron? Chris doesn't
2: I would give it a four. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So Aaron gives V a
1: four on the grayscale. Omar, what do you think about V? Yeah, V for Vendetta. What a great movie.
2: Um
1: I have not seen this, Aaron. I apologize. Uh, I cannot rank it. Bummer. That's sad. Bummer. You Elizabeth. Sure let, you sure let me believe it was the V from Vendetta?
3: <laughs> um, i think you guys need to get double points if i have seen i agree in this genre today
2: in any genre
3: well yeah but this is like absolutely not my genre. oh god
1: so, so you say so, um, so you've seen so no. the show before then Aaron, i have not apparently. seen this before yes oh, i have man.
2: my entire family watched it <laughs> each and every week when it came out
1: no i meant you've seen yeah to me if you knew that elizabeth can't rank any movies <laughs> <laughs> so I actually, <laughs> <laughs> I actually just looked it up because i actually
0: just looked it up because i was trying to remember the name of uh one of the actresses because she was also on lost elizabeth mitchell uh and she's fantastic and, and v not that the daughter uh no she was the mom of the son Oh
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then the, the main alien lady, she was on Homeland and also in Deadpool. I can't remember her name, but, um, anyhow, um, Lisa, I think might've been her name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I liked this TV show a lot. Uh, me and my friends actually got together to watch it whenever it came out, like every single week. Um, and I would actually give it a four as well. I think it's a really good, uh, TV show. I really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, it's going to get a four for me.
2: Out of curiosity, how does it compare to the original? So I've never seen it.
0: I've also never seen the original and the original actually came out in the eighties. I just looked, so oh. it wasn't the seventies. I, I mistook that. So I didn't get to see that one, unfortunately, mm. but the, uh, the remake was fine to me. I mean, it was good. Really really yeah. good. Yeah. So that means that V is going to get eight on the grayscale. All right. Good job, Aaron. Uh, let's see here. Next up is Omar, your third favorite psychological thriller of all time.
1: I will say to Aaron before I go with my third, um, that does sound like a TV show that I'd be at least interested in watching. So it did get a low score, but I mean, it sounds like a good movie so or a good TV show.
2: You should check it out. And I believe it's still on prime actually.
0: Oh, cool. cool. Yeah.
1: All right. I actually may go back and watch it then on prime. Um, so I am going to go with, I'm switching my two to three real quick because, um, my number three is a better movie. Um, but, uh, The Good Son 1993 uh, directed by Joseph Rubin written by Ian McEwan and it has Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood in it. This movie in 1993. um, I I think it was like one of the first movies that Macaulay Culkin did after um, the home alone um, um, one and two or at least. And then, so he already had this like kind of, fun, mischievous, lighthearted kid, uh, Phil, but you watch this movie and it doesn't take long to know that there's something wrong with this boy. There's a screw loose someplace. And um, he starts showing some like real psychopath type tendencies. Um, One of the scenes that always to this day, like fucks me up is the scene where he makes the bolt gun and they they go out into like the woods and he ends up shooting a cat with his bolt gun and holy shit that's horrific it's completely horrific and like and i'm like not much older than probably 13 14 when i saw this i don't think i saw it in theater but i saw it when it came out on dvd i was really excited to see it i was a fan of uh, macaulay cocken i was a fan of the home alone movies i'm like yeah this is something i'm gonna want to watch and i i I am kind of drawn to some of the the psychological thriller stuff anyway, even at a young age. But that is something that just, I wasn't ready for. My mom's a crazy cat lady. I married the crazy cat lady. (laughs) I have cat whisperer powers. And so that would mess me up even more now. Um, there's some scenes in there that are real messed up you know like they make a dummy throw him off the, the edge of like a, oh uh, yeah into traffic off that bridge and uh, that massive pile up yeah Ooh. just a lot a lot a lot of things and he keeps just blaming it on his cousin so basically it's this kid that goes and lives with his aunt and uncle and uh his cousin's about the same age and so they become friends and it just gets worse and worse and he's kind of like making it look like The other cousins the one that's doing it and it's yeah it it, it sucks you in especially if you're young watching this it sucks you in deep and so it definitely is a movie that molded me remember when he's trying to kill his little sister like on the ice it's there's so dude's fucked up
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Macaulay Culkin like really showed a lot of range yeah in that movie Elijah Wood
3: was he the cousin Elijah Wood Yeah. yeah
1: yeah Elijah Wood was a cousin yeah That's That's not a good good question. So it means Elizabeth has not seen this. So, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm I'm giving it a five.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. Okay. So Omar gives the good son a five. Uh, Let's see here. Aaron, have you seen the good son? I got bad news for y'all. I have not seen it. Oof. I recommend it. It, It's pretty good.
2: It does sound pretty interesting, though. I might have to check it out.
0: Yeah. And Elizabeth, I'm guessing you haven't seen it no <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is definitely
1: pre-met, pre-meth days of macaulay caulkin so was he on meth i don't know he was definitely on some drugs maybe not meth like but something
2: i heard he had one sad freaking childhood with getting right. fucked up with his relationship with his dad
1: yeah. yeah and his only like friend i guess was like michael jackson at the time and Ooh, they were actually oh my like, gosh. really good friends and stuff so yeah
0: huh? yeah Well, I have seen The Good Son, Omar, uh, and I was actually going to put this on my honorable mention. So I am so glad that you put it on this list. I love this movie. Uh, It is definitely a classic psychological thriller, and you don't often get a movie starring children, That are psychological thrillers, so it's definitely unique, uh, and it's really well acted, really well done. Um, even the the adults in the movie are good. I don't I th- remember. I who think they it was are. only
1: like PG thirteen too. So right, like, like yeah. kids were seeing it way too young. So.
0: Wow, yeah, Dang. for sure. Well, you know, my mom and I watch scary movies together constantly, so make sure that's loved this correct movie.
1: before I just <laughs> throw it out there. And I'm pretty sure well,
0: it
3: was right the nine. It was the '90s, so it wouldn't yeah. have been. They changed some of the way they rate stuff.
2: Yeah. I, because I think it is PG-13. When um, I watch Back to the Future 1 for the first time, I was like, oh, dang, this should not be rated what it is.
0: <laughs> is that because of the, uh, the uh, incest? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that must have to swear once or twice in it.
0: Yeah, oh, they it's do. rated. It's rated R. So, Oh, it is? Yep. Oh, okay, oh. well. There you go. Yeah. Well, The Good Son, uh, definitely there are parts of that movie that are really messed up. Uh, Don't watch of, it with your kids. No, <laughs> probably not. You know, I, I'm kind of afraid of heights. And so whenever um, he had Elijah Wood hanging from that treehouse that was like way too high oh, for gosh. a 12 year old, you know, uh, I remember just like getting sick to my stomach Freaking in that out. scene. Ooh. <laughs> so I love this movie. I'm going to give it a five as well. Uh, that means The Good Son is going to get a 10 on the grayscale. Good job, Ooh. Omar. Excellent. The deep cuts. Yeah. I agree. Uh, that's going to bring us to my third favorite uh, movie or TV show of all time, uh, and I'm going to choose The Leftovers. And I've talked okay. a little bit about The Leftovers before, um, but uh, just to give a, a brief little synopsis: uh, essentially, two percent of the world's population disappear without explanation, uh, and then the, the whole is. world kind—I mean, maybe, <laughs> Read your maybe Bible. right. So and so the world left <laughs> No, 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 no! This is way better than Left Behind. So, with the disappearance of two percent of the world, uh, of course, everyone is struggling to come to terms with with everything. Uh, and throughout the uh, the three seasons, the characters undergo emotional journeys that make them reflect upon their lives, their grief, and the events that they have encountered, and try to understand life's life's mysteries. Hmm. Uh, and spoiler alert: you're never going to understand life's mysteries. So just let them be. Uh, this this TV show, of course, is. Uh, one of my favorites of all time. It's so good. Uh, it's uh, the showrunner was Damon Lindelof. He was the main writer on it. Uh, Star Justin Theroux, Carrie Coon. Uh, it was so moving and so good and uh you know there's even like cults and stuff uh in there that are you know really trippy and and, and whatnot oh I, I didn't even mention um my favorite actress um from this tv show god and dowd she's uh an older woman and she like isn't a lot of tv shows and stuff she's like in the handmaid's tale um but is she's she- a
1: endowed
0: (laughs) 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 what a pun she's a heavy set woman so yes she is Uh, but she's she's an incredible incredible actress in this uh, she plays the cult leader uh, of the guilty remnant so anyway I would highly recommend it Uh, I know uh, the majority of you have probably not seen this but I give the leftovers a five on the grayscale Aaron have you seen it
2: I have not and do they ever have any leftovers left on our plate
1: <laughs> there was always Never. leftovers. That's the problem. <laughs> not for me. <laughs>
2: you gotta make happy plate every time, otherwise you're not doing good enough.
0: That's right. <laughs> Omar, have you seen the leftovers yet?
1: Um, no, I have not seen this, <laughs> but I got interested in it. I was not I didn't pay attention the first time you were talking about it. You and Seth were very into this. And so, if, if Seth was on this episode, you would get a higher score. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. That's true. Just think about that, Chris. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That, that, yeah. That's just sinking for a minute. But no, no I'm okay <laughs> with getting a low score. <laughs> um, uh, but, but no, but I, I, so, but whenever I was uh, like researching for this episode, I came across and I was like, why does that sound so familiar? And I clicked on it and it looks very interesting, but I haven't yeah. seen it, so I can't. I
2: can't. what network was it on
0: uh it came on hbo it was on oh. hbo so you could probably watch it on hbo max for sure yeah so i haven't incredible. seen this
3: either but i know you talked about it i remember you talking about it with Chombi. that's yeah. what i remember you talked about it with
0: yeah i talk um, about it with anyone anyway. that'll listen because it's so yeah
3: good. <laughs> it's it's true it's like true, if so. you've
0: ever had a struggle with your faith this is the tv show for you <laughs> i'm oh, not even have kidding to check it out then yeah (laughs) any any sort of religious trauma watch the leftovers because it'll help you deal with it i promise um okay i
2: wonder why Seth wanted to watch it then
0: (laughs) well i because i made him watch it um all right so the leftovers is going to get five on the grayscale it deserves so much higher but you know it's okay no big deal i get it uh that's
1: unfortunate yeah sorry chris
0: Ah, it's so good it's okay it's all good it's all good um one day you all will watch it and be like holy shit this is the best tv show i've ever seen um all right next up is going to be elizabeth your third favorite psychological thriller of all time
1: okay. dark
0: okay <laughs> <laughs> watch out you uh, bad boys
3: i could have put that on my list i don't have any penguins okay
0: this two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh,
3: in real life it is uh dexter ooh,
2: um, ooh.
3: specifically the first two ooh, seasons because i couldn't watch lot. anymore after that because it was so bloody i couldn't handle it
0: <laughs> i heard it ended pretty poorly to be honest oh it did
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it did but i'm i'm gonna stick with just the two seasons that i saw season yeah. one and season two yeah um if you don't know what Dexter's about, uh, spoiler alert, it's been out since 2006. So shame on you for listening. And anyway, <laughs> so, uh, this guy is a, uh, oh, crap.
1: He blood spatter analyst. He's, no analyst. shame. No shame. I have not watched this. So don't shame people. He, he, he's
3: he's <laughs> a blood spatter analyst for crime scenes. And My he, goes in, and, uh, he it, you find out that he's actually also a serial killer but he's a, like a vigilante serial killer.
2: So he's so, kind of sort of like Robin Hood.
3: Sort of. But he's very messed up at his brain. It's very, <laughs> very messed up. There's so many. He has a so dark ironic. passenger. Yeah. A very, yes. <laughs> it's very, <laughs> very dark. Okay. So, yeah, I'm giving I'm giving Dexter a four.
0: Okay. Um, Aaron, have you seen Dexter?
2: I have not, but it's on my list of stuff to watch because it's on
3: Prime.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Um, Omar, you've already said that you have not seen it. No. And, and I probably honestly won't. I'm a big person in how things end, you know, and if I would have not watched Game of Thrones and found out the way it ended, I probably wouldn't have wasted my time watching all the seasons. Wow. Yeah, well, I, Chris, I, sorry I, to point. I'm, I'm just, I'm just that big. And I mean, I'll, there's a lot of good seasons of Game of Thrones, but the yeah. last, the last season, season and a half really ruined it for me. And so like knowing knowing people who got into Dexter and you know their opinions about it and stuff, like I'm like, I don't know. I don't why invest my time to something that I'm gonna end up not enjoying. So yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I loved Dexter. Uh and
0: actually, Elizabeth, I think uh season four you you have to watch. It's got John Lithgow in it. It's the best season. It's so good. Um okay. and and honestly, like I watched every season of Dexter and my wife actually really enjoyed the ending. She thought the ending was fine. She watched mm. it, you know, as well, but I hated the last two seasons so much. So this is what I recommend. I recommend people watch it seasons one through six, and then stop watching it after season six and just accept the, the ending of season six as the ending, because that would have <laughs> been a million times better ending than what they ended up doing. But the good news for Dexter fans is, is that they're, rebooting it. And so they're going to have more episodes coming out uh pretty soon, I guess once COVID dies down a little so
2: bit. So is it a continuation or is they actually continuation?
0: Oh. Yeah, continuation. I guess reboot would be the wrong word, but uh yes, continuation. So same actors and stuff. Um wow. Michael C. Hall who's fantastic. Um,
3: He's Flynn Rider, if you want to know <laughs> that. I know that about
0: him. <laughs> He's also Hedwig from Hedwig and the Angry Itch from the the oh. actual like musical, not the actual oh. movie they made. Um,
1: yeah. All right. So what are you giving uh, he Dexter? He also has a. He you didn't give
0: me any band. points, Chris. I'm about to. I'm about to. Chris. Um, I give Dexter. Because it had such a shitty last two seasons, I have to take a point away. So I'm gonna give it a four as well. Uh, that means that Dexter is gonna end with an eight on the grayscale. Uh and I love I love Dexter. So very good pick there, Elizabeth. I'm actually shocked that you picked something good.
2: <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Thank you. I love how we all have such oh, oh
1: reminder good by Chris's standards. So hang
3: on, hang on, Also, because it was my turn, um, this is for Nick. Uh, this episode brought to you by Ellicottville Brewing Company Blueberry Wheat Ale.
2: That sounds really good, is it?
3: <laughs> it's decent. I like it.
2: They're
0: decent.
3: I don't it I don't like IPAs. Good. Is well, it a very like low
2: percentage I... though? Uh 4.
0: can't 8. be any lower than uh than the
1: last two seasons of Dexter. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh Aaron, that's gonna bring I us. I bet it's a higher percentage than the score you got on your episode. Oof. <laughs> oof it Ooh. is
3: <laughs> it is it is
1: that's okay that's okay i'm not worried about it. i'm just
0: here to have fun guys um says the loser every time uh all right <laughs> you so... are not the loser
3: every time that's why i'm on the show speaking <laughs> of, of fun, guys
1: on. it's a uh, mushroom season yes moving on
0: all right aaron that's gonna bring us to your second favorite psychological thriller of all
1: time what do you got speaking of psychological it is going mushrooms. to be
2: freaking Nightcrawler. Okay, I absolutely love that movie because you are in for one hell of an interesting ride the entire time, and there's just it just goes and goes. And for a dude to go as far with the shit that he does is just insane. Like,
1: who's in Nightcrawler? When was this made? Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, okay. Oh, oh um, okay. I know. Remember? i about.
3: he's
1: I've a.
2: Seen, I've seen this, Aaron. Good choice. He's a nightcrawler, um, which is a term for someone who literally goes in like films um, like accidents or homicides or whatever in um, reporting. And he goes to extreme to basically almost create them. Sometimes it's super interesting to yeah. get inside of his mind is messed up.
1: Yeah, for this sure. It's pretty new, right? 2016, right?
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: I think that they just like, Put it out for streaming someplace recently. Is, is it's on?
2: I, it's been off and on Netflix, and it's still on there.
0: Yeah, for sure. Where, what would I you I give it. Nightcrawler on the grayscale?
2: I would give it a five easily.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, let's see here. Omar, have you 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 said you've seen it? What do you think about it? When Omar,
1: he, when he first said he saw it, I thought he was talking about another Jake Gyllenhaal movie. I think it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Where he gets chased by the technology or whatever's like following him through the, through huh? the movie. You know, you know what I'm talking about?
2: No, I have no damn clue.
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> man,
1: it's like Eagle something. Anyway, um, no. Nightcrawler, I what? actually have not seen this, but I saw the previews for it on Netflix and stuff. You like got to watch and it, bro. I, and I like I thought about watching it. I just wasn't sure. One of the things that threw me off about it, because I remember on the previews, was just kind of like he did seem like, like pretty out there. Like, oh, as, he as is. far as like he's crazy as fuck you know and so like yes it's, it's just interesting i don't know seeing um you know like i saw Donnie darko you know he was pretty and even watching of
2: him was. go after his fucking bosses, like insane and out there
1: yeah
0: like in a really perverted sexual way yes yeah really crazy
2: but he doesn't yeah. do it to be perverted sexually he does it feel like a power thing
0: almost correct yeah yeah hmm. well If Omar hasn't seen it, he can't rate it. Elizabeth, Ah. what do you think? Not seen it. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. So Nightcrawler is in my top 10 favorite movies of all time, uh, directed by Dan Gilroy, uh, which this is his only good movie, by the way. Um, And it stars, of course, Jake Gyllenhaal, Riz Ahmed uh, in a really cool breakout role. Um, This movie essentially tells you how horrible mainstream media is and how they literally will go to no end to keep people glued to the television uh and you know jake gyllenhaal is a stringer he he by night goes and gets all this stuff uh and even like causes problems like aaron said just to get you know the latest scoop and the latest story uh and uh it's just an absolutely beautifully shot uh, beautifully scored movie, and it's almost a perfect movie. Uh, I give it a five as well. Uh, 100%. It's fantastic. If you haven't seen Nightcrawler, you've got to. It's so good. So that means that Nightcrawler is going to get a 10. Yeah. Scale. It deserves so much higher, though. Man, I have a feeling that, uh, you know, most of us will not have seen all of these movies. So maybe the scores will be a little bit lower than normal. Uh, So right now that means that nightcrawler and the good son are leading uh, and they're tied in first place followed by V and Dexter that are tied in second place with eight points and the leftovers of course. Yeah, exactly. It's because uh, yeah, some of us haven't seen them. Well, that's going to bring us to Omar's second favorite psychological thriller of all time. What do you got Omar?
1: Man, I got a new psychological thriller going on in my head right now, I trying to figure out what movie I was talking about. And <laughs> when, uh whenever um I was trying to say Jake Gyllenhaal was in that one with the drone following or whatever. I'm Googling it and there's no Was that the one where I he did. was an artist? No, it was like a painter like, or something. I feel like there's one where he was working for the government and found and like it was like right around the time like government was like watching everybody through different like lenses or something like that and can send mm. drone attacks to kill people. And he was like going to out them or found out about it. And so then they were uh, after him. And so then this whole movie, he's like running from that, but
0: is that Snowden?
1: <laughs> no, but it sounds a lot like it, doesn't it? But no, I don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is not ringing a bell at all. Omar. Me either. Yeah. I, know. I, I don't know what you're talking and it may, about. <laughs> and I don't think Jake's in it either. That's the, that's the biggest problem. So anyway, my number two, which was originally my number three, <laughs> is The Sixth Sense, 1999. Um, this is M. Night Shyamalan on the ding dong.
2: M. Night
1: Shyamalan with Bruce Willis, uh, Haley Joel Osment, um, cute little boy before he grew up and had the big beard. I was going to say not an attractive man. He's, an,
3: he's not an attractive man. <laughs> no. Sorry. Sorry, Haley. Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment.
1: Yeah. But, uh, he was a cute, cute kid. He he sees dead people. Um, <laughs> that sounds creepy as fuck. <laughs> you have not seen the Sixth Sense? Oh my god, that's no. the, that's, that's the whole tagline. Okay, so he he he, <laughs> he just is. All, I saw this movie in like theater. So I was nineteen Same. at the time, and oh gosh, You did not. You
0: were nineteen when this came out? Yeah, I, I was born like... in nineteen eighty. Yeah, I was born in eighty three. I feel like I was much younger. Maybe not. Hmm. I mean,
1: I mean, nineteen to sixteen is a lot different, yeah. like mentally. I guess. I guess I mean, that's I'm, true. I'm, but I'm out I just... of high school at that point, so. Wow, wow, we're old. <laughs> but it, <laughs> it was one of those times. Please, Aaron, where... do
3: not tell us how old you are.
1: <laughs> you know, 26. I'm <laughs> young as shit. God. Th- this is one of those movies, though, that did not disappoint. Um, a lot of times you go to movie theaters and you're spending the money, you spend the time, and you're just like. You leave just like oh that was a waste of time and money. The previews are better than the movie. Um, yep. But this movie, I mean, I don't even want to tell him about it because he hasn't seen it. I don't feel like him. I mean this was made. Don't in, give it away, but maybe made in nineteen. Premise. Yeah, this is made in nineteen ninety nine, and I, it's so good. I don't want to spoil it for you. I'll put it that way. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see you, it. You need to see this movie. So this kid basically he sees dead people and it scares him and so this child psychiatrist who's uh, played by Bruce Willis uh, comes in his life and he's kind of helping him work through um, these traumas and trying to figure out why he's seeing these dead people and trying to figure it out and it's um, not extremely scary um, a little freaky um, but the twist is like holy fuck it leaves you like, like a punch in the gut sort of Sweet. thing and um, you don't you you don't catch it you don't see it coming and uh, <laughs> so it's great this movie is definitely going to get a 5 um I, I can't think of a movie like it that was done as well as far as just it just captures you the kid uh haley nailed it uh this is bruce's when bruce was at his height of i mean i think bruce is still a great actor in my opinion so but uh uh this Tony is, that... is it
2: weird that my favorite um Bruce Willis movie is Red. Mm,
1: no. Oh, he, he's yeah. in he's in a lot of good ones. We should do a yeah. we should do a movies movie on just Bruce Willis, but this is one where he he's really showed He's been in a few
3: animated movies.
1: His like <laughs> a- acting chops in my opinion because he wasn't like playing an action movie. This is more like I mean it's a psychological thriller, but it's also on mm-hmm. the dra- drama side of a psychological. Yeah. Thriller. He's not in
2: very many of those either.
3: Mm
1: he plays cops and stuff yeah i guess no no he's really not not drama unbreakable i guess could be considered a psychological
0: thriller definitely, and the definitely. split and all that stuff i yeah. guess could be yeah split is pretty dang good yeah, yeah. that should be on some well, list but anyway so yeah i give it a five it's getting a five okay uh Aaron, you've not seen it elizabeth nope. have you seen the sixth since
3: i have actually
0: all right so there's a whole story behind
3: it but i'll i'll there's a whole story behind it. Uh, If you want to know about it, join our Patreon. Um, I'll give it a five.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I have also seen the sixth sense. Uh, I wanted to just shout out Tony Collette real quick, who uh, plays the mom. She's so good. Uh, in this movie and everything she's in. Uh, she's incredible in. Um, and, you know, at the time, I think this might have been like one of her early movies uh, before she got like, you know, uh, pretty popular. Uh, but she's such a good actress. Um, this is not M. Night Shyamalan's best movie. <laughs> what do you think his best movie is? I think that The Lady in the Water is his best movie. And I know that that is going to be... like At least really... it's not
2: Avatar's last airbender. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <that>. <laughs> the I know it's going to be... Uh no, 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 It's gonna be an unpopular opinion because the sixth sense is a good movie. It's maybe uh,
1: it's up there if it's not his best. I mean, I don't know. If the Lady in the Water is uh, what what we could do? Another movie's mode me for M. Knight Shy- Shyamalan.
0: <laughs> that would be a terrible <laughs> one because most of his movies suck. <laughs> <laughs> but uh okay, so the sixth sense I'm gonna give a four to. Uh so that's gonna give the sixth sense a fourteen on the grayscale, meaning it is now in the lead, Dang. which is crazy to me, but okay uh I'll, because I'll three people it. have
3: seen it <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay oh, Tom. all right so uh that's gonna bring us to my third or excuse me my second uh favorite psychological thriller uh i'm gonna if you talk about... seen it though
1: aaron you wouldn't be saying so dumb you would be okay with the score <laughs>
0: it's true i think you would too because it is really true. good it, it really enough. is Um, okay. So my, my, my second favorite is a movie, uh, also starring Jake Gyllenhaal in two roles. Uh, and it's a movie called enemy, uh, which is directed by Denis Villeneuve, who's like my favorite director right now. Uh, he's about to come out with Dune, uh, later on this year. And I'm so, Ah, so excited about it.
3: Dune director. He
0: is. Um, he also directed, uh, uh, Blade Runner 2049, uh, prisoners, um, Uh, Sicario, so lots of really great movies that he's done lately. Uh, So anyways, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal and Melanie Laurent, who was from my favorite movie of all time, uh, which uh, I won't say what it is yet uh, or at all right now. Um, Anyway, so jake gyllenhaal plays this guy named adam bell who's a history college professor who's stuck in a routine uh, literally a monotonous relationship with his living girlfriend um and so one day while he's watching a movie he spots an actor that kind of looks like him uh and he becomes obsessed with finding out who this uh actor is um and then once he actually meets the guy uh because he does find him the they look exactly alike like there's nothing different about their physical appearances. The only thing that differs is they're very different in personality, um, and so their lives become intertwined. Obviously, as the double then becomes obsessed with Adam, but in a slightly different way. So it's it's really it's really a mind fuck because the whole time you're trying to think: Are they the same person for real, or are they not? Is one of them crazy? Like, what's going on here? Um, and it's it's really really well done. Uh, And there's lots of really cool images and whatnot. Denis Villeneuve is really um, big on like just his really creepy, you know, aesthetics or whatnot. So anyway, I doubt you guys have seen this movie. I think it's on Netflix currently. So I would highly recommend if you have not seen enemy, go check it out on Netflix. Uh, It will definitely be worth your time. And I'm going to give enemy a
1: five on the grayscale. Omar, have you seen it? I have not. I have not seen it. Um, very interesting, though. Uh, Netflix is getting a lot of shout outs right now, yeah. And um, <laughs> and because of that, I'm gonna shout out something I just watched on Netflix and tell you guys about real quick, if that's okay.
0: Yeah, um, has
1: anybody seen Enemy? Can we before I keep going? nope? Does anybody? Nope, yeah, because I, I did look this one up too, and like it does look what good. is it? I like Jake. Uh, I was uh talking about your uh Envy, the one that you just oh, talked about. gotcha. Um, but yeah, I called it enemy of, I think, but uh, yeah, at least I, said, right. I, said, I didn't say it, enema or something like that. It's um, called
3: enemy or envy, envy. Enemy. enemy, enemy, enemy. Yeah, you were right, Omar.
1: Yeah, Enema, so, um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you were wrong, Omar. Bye.
1: so Bye. anyway, anyway, so uh, the guy who started Netflix, um, or one of the guys who's like running Netflix, like right now, um, Jeff was, Bezos. No, it's not Jeff Bezos. I'm trying no. to look up, look up his name because I just listened to him on a podcast just this week. Um, the podcast, I've, I think I've spoken about it here before, Smartless uh, with, Jason, oh, yeah. with Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, and Will Arnett. Um, yeah, so just this week, they're a guest. Um, let me see here. See all episodes. Uh, Ted Sarand- Sarandos. You familiar with his name at all? Nope. Nope. Um, All right. Well, check out this episode, guys. Check out SmartList if you have not yet. If you're into movies at all, if you're into Jason Bateman, which I am. I love the dude. Ozark. uh, um, All things, really, they've done Extract. Um, That's another great movie that he's done. Anyway, it's also a great podcast. Um, And they had this guy, Ted, and he's talking about just how the vision that they had for Netflix going streaming before streaming was a, a thing. And then what to do with next with original content and then how they got into with uh cartoons and foreign films and it's really just some amazing insight um but the thing that ties into what i want to really talk to you guys about is a movie i just watched 30 minutes before we started recording this which <laughs> I, with, I i was just killing time and like fucking off basically and today junior all right, all right, all right. Jason <laughs> Jason Bateman is in this movie. I didn't share my story and, 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 and for this. And reason. that's the reason why I wanted to watch this. Um but it is called Thunder Force. So, this is like a low bu- budget movie and the people that are in it like produced it pretty much. Um but I mean it's crazy. Uh, it's the whole idea of it is these two females who are best friends growing up. Um become superheroes to fight these miscreants and the miscreants are basically psychopaths that got superpowers when a meteor hit earth and so that's the whole premise of the movie it's a stupid fucking movie but it's hilarious um <laughs> does that have it, melissa mccarthy in it yes melissa mccarthy oh, okay Octavia Ot- spencer yeah. uh oh I, if I I, is, it, yeah. is it like Taylor humor Murphy. like the heat uh, I don't know. I don't know if I saw the heat, um, but it, it kind of reminded me of when I was watching it. Um, Just obvious, stupid humor. I mean, Jason Bateman yeah. has crab arms. He plays a character. I am 100% serious. He plays a character with crab arms. <laughs> That's his like evil superpower. So, Sounds
2: like something out of the fucking anime One Punch Man where there's a crab that has yeah, a it's diaper on.
1: It's fucking ridiculous. But but anyway, it's it's fun worth watching. Netflix is doing big things, and that's all I got to say about that for right now. Thanks for listening to my rant. I really wanted to get that out there. Jason Bateman, I love you. I came not wait to hear your friends pick on you for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's,
2: that's all is I want to hear. This your pitch to get... Is this your fucking pitch to Jason Bateman on this podcast? God,
1: oh, like, dude, I, I, that would, I, be I, would I would nut my pants if he came <laughs> on this podcast, like, and, and then I would show him the nut on my pants just, just to show him that I nutted my pants. But yes, how about you tattoo Jesus. Jason um, Bateman's
2: face on in, your nuts? Any of there them actually?
1: W- w- will Arnett or, or Sean Hayes? He don't I mess with your nuts. Have, I would have any of them on my nuts i mean what, right. what are we talking about now oh my
3: god all right.
1: <laughs> your nuts notwithstanding,
0: so, uh we were talking about enemy uh it's going to get a five <laughs> on the gray scale unfortunately uh
1: because it's a brilliant I really movie
2: talking about a movie to omar's nuts because i get, we uh, did
1: don't forget crab arms we got crab arms in there too <laughs> all right Chris, that, yes
3: my second favorite thank you psychological thriller <laughs> is the 2001 movie called the others starring nicole kidman And it is my second favorite because it is the only other psychological (laughs) movie I've seen besides the sixth sense. (laughs) Do you even have a third? I I do, but it's a TV show, not a movie.
0: Uh, (laughs) cool. So,
3: yeah, so the others. uh, Yeah, I watched it when I was a good Christian girl and believed in um, uh, casting demons out of homes. So this movie kind of messes with you if you uh, believe that that's a real thing, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is such a demonic movie!" Um, but Nicole Kidman <laughs> was was awesome. And talk about children being in movies. Her, there's two kids in this movie too. Um, mm. Her, the actresses or the uh, the characters' children are in it. And anyway, not to uh, give anything away, but watch it if you haven't seen it. And Nicole Kidman was great. And, and there's no blood if you don't like blood. That's why I watched it because my friend Annette knew that I don't like horror movies because of the blood. And so she's like, There's a lot okay, of horror you have movies
2: to that don't have blood in your head. That's well, true. anyway.
3: So she knew. So she, yeah, she was trying to expand my horizons in the whole movie genre. Um, it didn't work, but she made me watch this. So it gets, a, right. it gets a four.
0: Okay. The others gets a four. Omar, have you seen The Others? I have. Oh, well, let's hear about it.
1: I have. Um, it's a good movie. I like Nicole Kidman. Um, I mean, it's no bad. She's okay, but you know. Um
0: not Batman what the, the Batman hell? she was in was horrible. I know
1: <laughs> that's her best movie. Um wow. No, wow, um, the others as far as a psychological thriller. I mean it's entertaining. It's it's one of those ones that um I think it has some twist in it and it keeps you kind of in- entertained. So I will give it a three on the race Go. All right.
0: Um. Let's see here. That's gonna be seven. All right. So, uh, Aaron, have you seen the others? Negative, Nancy.
1: <laughs> have you seen any movies like before two thousand four? Yes I have. (laughs) It's not these, damn it.
3: (laughs) See he was a kid, so he was watching animated movies and there aren't any psychological thriller animated movies. (laughs) I was born in
2: freaking ninety-four, you dumbass.
3: (laughs) Ninety-four. So you would have been two thousand one minus ninety-four, however old that is. Not yet (laughs) ten.
0: That's hilarious. All right. So that means the others is gonna get a seven on the gray scale scale. I have not seen this movie. before we move on. I have a mini story
2: regarding what Elizabeth said. Okay. So um
1: is it you kind know like of how mini mini you're talking what? <laughs> mini me, like Chris.
2: Shut up. <laughs>
3: Moving on.
2: So how Elizabeth Aaron. was talking about being um a good little conservative Christian. Um when I was in college at a Christian college. I wanted to watch the new Poltergeist, not the oh. old one, the reboot. No, it's and my roommate was throwing a fucking fit because he's like, I don't want to see that devil shit in this room. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm like, come on, dude. It's just a freaking dumb movie.
3: You, you made him watch a devil's movie. How does that make yeah, you feel? He's going to hell now because he watched a devil movie. Well, fuck him. <laughs>
1: Yeah, my youth a, minister that night too. I bet.
3: Guess what? I don't believe in hell,
2: so too bad for him.
1: There you go. <laughs> my
0: youth minister and I rented The Exorcist one time to watch, and the video wouldn't play.
2: Oh, is that when you
0: guys did hand jobs instead? <laughs> <laughs> that so, never happened. Um, all right, are you sure? So, 100%. <laughs> all right, so uh, that that's you gonna remember. Oh, god. <laughs> Actually, let me do a recap real quick because. <laughs> a recap somehow, of handjobs?
3: Okay. We've gotten so far off track.
0: <laughs> Maybe somehow I, the others. Pra- crab arms. Somehow the others <laughs> has more points than the leftovers and enemy. Uh, and I, this is just not a, a fun I game. Why does it have I'm, more I'm,
2: points than Nightcrawler? What the hell is wrong with this? I'm system? upset.
0: I'm so upset. Nightcrawler has 10, though, so it's not so bad. The the, the highest right now is the Sixth Sense with 14 followed by Nightcrawler and The Good Son still, followed by V and Dexter still. So we're still on track to have a good list here. Um, wait until right. you see my number one. <laughs> I can't wait. But before we see your number one, we're going to see Aaron's number one. What do you got, Aaron?
2: My number one is the
0: motherfucking Joker.
2: It is <laughs> the <right>. king.
3: <laughs> the right. Joaquin Phoenix Joker? Of course! The, <laughs> well,
1: I mean, the reason why it's, There's a Heath Ledger Joker too, don't I know. Or, Heath that, that's not the that's name of the movie. called...
2: The Dark Knight. Yeah, oh, that's yeah.
1: That's the Dark
3: Knight. Dark Knight. <laughs> the <laughs> okay, reason okay, why this okay. one is best. Because... Unless you're a girl. <laughs> Go away. It's true.
1: Yeah. All, the chicks, all the chicks chicks like the Heath Ledger version. Oh, my. Uh, right? oh, we did.
3: Gotcha. We it. did. He knows. I he
2: knows. Love this movie, though, because um, it's almost not even a freaking super villain, hero, whatever the hell you want to call a movie. It is so centered on psychology. And it's relatable to me because of me having mental health issues and to many other people. And you can kind of sympathize with um, Arthur uh, for the majority of the movie, but yet you're not like going, yeah, go do this. Like you still don't want him to, which is really fascinating and absolutely phenomenal storytelling, in my opinion. And I would definitely give this a 10,000
0: if I could. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Aaron's going to give The Joker a 5. Uh, yes. Omar, what do you think about The Joker? I know you liked it.
1: Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a great pick. Um, it almost ended up on my list. I wanted to do some a TV show, so um, it didn't end up there. But, yeah, I saw this not in theaters. I had rented it, and I was pleasantly surprised. Of It's definitely a psychological thriller. Um, there is a Major twist in the movie that is not in India. The other like lineage of Batman that like I actually had to go look up because I'm like, really? I didn't know this, and I'm like, no, they they threw that in there, but it it doesn't. It adds to the story of Batman, like to where you wish that 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 was always the original story. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I I think it's too new of a movie for me to give that that part away, right? Yeah, it, don't give it, it away.
2: Most people would have seen it by now, though. Yeah.
1: So, but well, just, we said just, that
3: about ju- the sixth sense, and somebody
1: that didn't is true. See it. <laughs> That's true. But just the relationship between Batman and Joker actually having yes. some, some 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 more of a relationship than just a villain and hero. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is, you have a
0: dance with the devil by the pill. moonlight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I always thought that was so cheesy. It, it is, but it's it also. What year did that come out though? Because. Nineteen ninety or nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, and that, yeah. That, it had a it had a chill. It puts chills down your spine, though. It's cheesy, but not. It wasn't cheesy in nineteen ninety. Anyway, yeah, good choice. <laughs> I give this a four point five. All right, fair enough. Um, Elizabeth, have you seen Joker? I have not. Ah. How you would like this? I think I think you would like this.
3: I, I think you think got I, I think when you rented it, you tried to get me to watch it and I put it off and then we had to return it.
1: Uh, well go get it again. I, mean, I think <laughs> the I the rental place it. is shut down. I think I owned right. the digital company. <laughs> well, it's of it, family actually.
2: video. Yeah. I feel like I needed to have, almost have a mental funeral for that place. I had a very big <laughs> emotional attachment
0: to it. Yeah. Uh, so sad. They have that new documentary on Netflix, the last
1: blockbuster or whatever. Yeah, after yeah. after yeah. Netflix kills Blockbuster, then has a documentary about it on right. Netflix. That's, that's great. <laughs>
0: but, where they
1: try to say it wasn't Netflix, but yeah, okay.
3: It, yeah. yeah.
0: So, what do you give
3: the Joker, Chris?
0: I didn't like it as much as you all did. Um, I I prefer movies like Taxi Driver when it comes to like people having kind of a mental breakdown. This movie just seemed almost to glorify it, almost to make it seem like... Almost to make you want to root for him to go evil and to do horrible things. And And, not that that's like a bad movie. And, and what point, Chris? My point is, is, I don't know. I just, to me, it wasn't something that I was like super stoked on. I will say that Joaquin Phoenix is brilliant uh, as an actor. He's he's so good in this movie. Was it it
1: going evil or was it just taking it, you know, like what's evil? Like the system? Because that's the whole thing. Like,
2: oh are we going here again like we did the other day with it's subjective or not
1: not really because <laughs> the movie because we're if we're gonna talk about joker the movie goes there hugely that's the yeah. whole thing is like yeah okay um his character is evil clearly yes mm-hmm. in, he's insane but what drove him there and what is he fighting against and what society
0: his, yeah
1: or what part of society too that's yeah. the whole thing so.
0: i I will say this, the, the things that it has going for it is, is beautifully shot um, and well acted. Uh, it's well directed. Um, it's set in the seventies. The costumes are great. Um, and so that's what I'll say about it. It was, yeah. it was good. I, it's not actually, it that... was going up to after the, the rich
1: was the point. Yeah.
0: Right. right.
2: To me, the setting is very important because I don't think with what he all did would have worked had it been put into a modern setting.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And um, if I remember,
2: right, I think the that Joaquin Phoenix lost like freaking fifty some pounds for the role.
0: He looked very thin. I mean, you could see all of his ribs for sure. Yeah. Um, he really committed to the role and he should have been committed. <laughs> um, so the Joker for me <laughs> gets a three uh on the grayscale, which is good. Ah. Yeah, that's not a bad score. Um, meaning that it's gonna have a total of twelve point five points, making it now second uh place so it's doing
1: pretty well i think it's a great movie it's a great pick i mean and chris i mean to my point that's the whole thing that's the reason i don't like batman i think batman's just a spoiled little rich boy and it's kind of like the way it sets the joker up as like the antithesis of that because he's like going after the rich too so
0: now batman's the hero gotham deserves i think so All right, um, let's go ahead and move on to Omar's. Cat who Woman's apparently he's got a
1: Gotham deserves. <laughs> Dude, I love Catwoman
0: from Batman Returns. Uh-huh. Oh hell yeah! Oh um, yeah! Oh, better you have to no. Catwoman movie. Michelle Pfeiffer movies with the boobies. <laughs> Goodness gracious, Omar! Halle okay. Berry. No, no, shut up, Halle <laughs> Berry. No, Angelina, that Angelina. Not enough can... boobies. That movie. Well, she showed her boobies in Munsters Ball. <laughs> Anyway, whatever. Um, okay, Omar, what's your first favorite
1: psychological thriller of all time? <laughs> all right, you ready for this? Yes. Um, I don't think you are. I think all I right. am. This, this show ran from 2001 to 2011 with a total of 195 oh, okay. episodes directed. And created. (laughs) You're hyping yourself way too fucking. Other than the great and powerful Dick, motherfucking Wolf, Dun Dun. (laughs) Cue the Dun Dun. Yeah, so I'm choosing Law and Order: Criminal Intent. Um, Oh. So not not just any Law and Order, not the kitty fucker Law and Order. But the criminal intent <laughs> law and order. What dude? I'm, I'm sorry. SBU, the like, is the like, fucker like, one. Yes, dude. One call is the that. fucker one. That one because it, so many of those episodes are dealing with like kids that are being pedophiles. molested and being and it's just like we have it's like it's sick to your stomach man i mean i know that stuff happens but this is so much of it where criminal intent more dealt with well
2: because it's it's easy to do is why
1: yeah yeah and and criminal intent would would definitely be the more of the psychological thriller side of it and the main character the vincent uh delfino or del forino delforino that's how you say his last name delforino um He's been in a couple other movies. I can't place them right now, but I just loved his character in this movie. Um, He definitely plays... TV show. Thank you. I'm I'm always doing this because we've just added TV shows. So uh, with this TV show, because um, he just was kind of like crazy himself, really had the (laughs) mind of a criminal. Yeah. And that's the reason he could get into like all these criminal minds and so that's the way he did his investigations he was always real out there um, his partner <laughs> l- which was played by Kath- uh, Catherine Catherine Herb uh, I, the I just,
3: first I, partner because he ended up with a couple more this is
1: true um, anyway it, uh, this movie molded me tv, TV show. god damn it in, in such a way <laughs> that um uh me and Elizabeth, when we first got married, we were living in Homer, Alaska and had nothing to do. And the little video store down. Except for street, fuck each right? other. Yeah, and ha- make and, and, and make babies and watch make cri- babies criminal intent, like binge watch criminal intent together. So this we is did why it molded me and why I have children. It's- <laughs> so early because it literally
2: molded you
3: <laughs>
1: together <laughs> with my wife um <laughs> so oh <my> yeah
0: God. <laughs> What uh, do you give Law and Order criminal our, intent? Our, our not ac-
2: criminal oh, they have to give her a five because it molted them together.
1: <laughs> I mean, this is where that's
3: re- why our oldest is so messed up. Oh, our-
1: <laughs> <laughs> bodies in the basement. Um, so that's all I want. I will want make sure that I raise her such a way that there's no bodies in the basement ever. Um <laughs> so there's
2: six of them down there right now.
1: Um I give it this is this is hard because it's my number 1 but it's not it's good for all, all the wrong reasons. It's <laughs> not like what? it's not like a great TV show. I mean it definitely like captured well, me number brought one? In. it gave cuz it brought me into all these other TV shows that are like this. All these oh. other criminal type TV shows, all these cop like shows that we end up watching after that spin-offs because we binge watched all criminal minds and still wanted to watch things that we both because mine Elizabeth clearly don't have very many genres that we can jive together. And this is something that she was actually interested in as well. And so that's surprising. And so it definitely brought me into other things. Like I'll tell you right now, and, and Mindhunter like, is X'd off of my list, and I put crim- that instead. So Mindhunter was really well, good. i I'm could, gonna have to watch that. I could justify Mindhunter a lot more, but. Yeah, I'm going to give uh, this a uh, a four on the Grayscale. All right. Uh, I'm going
2: to give it a zero and a half
1: because I have never seen it. <laughs> You've never seen a, an episode of Primal Intent?
2: No, I've seen all, all the other Lord Horrors but that one.
1: <laughs> oh, so Lord. So you. Wow. Wow. So you, you like right. the Kitty fucker episodes better. Noted.
2: Yes, Oof. I've watched a shit ton of those. Oof.
3: Chris, Chris, have you seen Criminal Intent at all?
0: I've seen some episodes. Yeah, uh, it's I, it's I give it a one. Um, all right, Elizabeth,
3: I'm giving it a five. It was all right. I'm with Omar <laughs> on the whole molding me thing.
0: Three alls. All right, so uh, a couple of uh, listener comments, real quick. <laughs> Daniel Burton says Criminal Intent is the worst of the Law and Orders. Ouch. <laughs>
1: Nick Moore says <laughs> criminal
0: minds is a different show, Omar.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> criminal Minds is actually a better show as well. But I agree. That, that, that's the whole thing. That's my that's my whole point. Is like there are a lot of better shows that are like this. But this I'm far as molding through. me I, if we're going with
3: moldability. Yep.
1: <laughs> I'm going true. So yeah. f- ben did you. you. Elizabeth, are
0: you sure you want to give this a five? Do you really want yes. that on your reputation?
3: Yes.
2: Well,
0: she's already
3: got I already have a here. bad reputation in this in this <laughs> podcast anyway. I'm the animated girl. Yeah.
0: Okay. This is going to be hard though because there's three. I would have movies that that more respect you if you were. I would have more
2: respect for you if you were the anime girl. Ah, there you I go. I mean,
3: and I'm not. So well, that.
1: You're also starting a Star Wars podcast, so I have True. very little to say about that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Law
0: and Order: mm-hmm. Criminal Intent is going to get a ten. On the grayscale, that's actually pretty damn good for right wow. now. So I appreciate uh, that one, Chris. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd given it a point five. Now um, <laughs> too late. <laughs> He's mad
3: because I gave it five points. Because now it's can you even a three go, three go
0: less tie. than one? Say what? Can you even go less than one? Sure. Yeah, you can give something a zero. I remember Chompy gave uh, what was it? <laughs> oh, uh, Space spaceballs. Yeah. spaceballs. Spaceballs a zero. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it had seen it it. sucks he had,
2: ass.
3: He, he had seen it and he gave it a zero. <laughs> what?
0: that was so funny.
3: Chris, what's your number one?
0: He didn't give it a zero. He said, (laughs) Beigle. All right. Um, So in the same vein of Criminal Minds, uh, which is, uh, if I remember correctly, directed by David Fincher, I'm almost positive. uh, My number one uh, psychological thriller uh, is also directed by David Fincher. uh, And it is... Uh, Fight Club, which uh, of course Ooh. is Chuck Polinick, uh, written, David Fincher directed. Uh, it's about, a, a, well, a depressed man. You don't really ever know his name. I think they just refer to him as Jack sometimes, uh, is suffering from insomnia and meets a strange soap salesman named Tyler Durden, played by Brad Pitt, Uh, Ed Norton's the other guy, Uh, and soon finds himself living in his uh, decrepit old house uh, after his perfect apartment is destroyed with all of his Ikea furniture uh, blown to smithereens. Uh, The two bored men form an underground club with strict rules and fight other men who are fed up with their mundane lives. jobs. Their perfect partner... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Their perfect, perfect partnership phrase when Marla Singer played by Helena Bonham Carter, uh, a fellow support group crasher, attracts Tyler's attention. Uh, it's such a great movie. And it's the, the the plot has such a huge twist at the end uh, that I didn't see it coming. Of course, I saw this one. I was probably like i don't know 16 or 17 so uh maybe somebody who's older would have picked up on it uh but i certainly didn't the first time i watched it,
1: around the time uh, when they were making the soap stuff got kind of like mm, what's going on here <laughs> <laughs> Do you know you know the scene i'm talking about that's when i kind of like it got real but when you started like, to try to figure it out yeah where i'm like are they the same person like, what's going
0: on here yeah I definitely didn't didn't pick up on that at all. It was such a shock to me at the end. Um, And so uh, I have to go back and
2: rewatch it.
0: Yeah, it's so good. And, you know, this is my second movie that I put on here. That's kind of about like doubles, you know, are they the same person or not? So I guess I'm really into that kind of thing. Uh, But uh, anyhow, I give Fight Club a five on the grayscale because it's that good. Uh, Let's see here. Aaron, what do you think about Fight Club?
2: Um. I've seen it, but it's been a long freaking time since I've seen it. It's an old movie. Um, But I do remember it being pretty damn good and I would have to give it probably a four and a half. Yeah.
0: All right. Omar, what do you think about Fight Club?
1: What happens if Fight Club stays in Fight Club? (laughs) (laughs) The first rule about Fight Club, you don't talk about Fight Club. That's right. So Um, I guess
2: we can't say anything. We can't say anything.
1: Um, Man, it was good. I like Edward Norton a lot. Yeah, he's um, so good. I like Brad Pitt a lot. Um, I don't think it's either one of their best movies, uh, but it was it, for the time. It was maybe one of the, one of their best movies. I give it a four. All right, cool. And Elizabeth, I'm guessing you have not seen it.
3: I've not seen it.
0: Okay, uh, that means that Fight Club is going to end up with a 13.5 on Ooh! the scale. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I'm not unpleased with that. I guess or displeased. I that's guess good I would movie. say it's a good movie.
1: Yeah. So, sounds like a lot of the good ones got the points they deserved. So it's going to be convoluted. So. It's going to be convoluted in the middle with a bunch of junk, but Hey, whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's going to bring us to Elizabeth, your number one psychological thriller of all time. Bring it home, babe. Okay.
3: <laughs> all right. So Omar actually mentioned it just a minute ago. Mind hunter.
0: Okay. Oh.
3: Mind hunter, the Netflix TV show. TV series. There were two seasons so far. I don't know if they're going to do a third one, but first season came out in two thousand seventeen. I don't think think second came out in two thousand nineteen. That's really sad because it was awesome, and I kind of want to rewatch it again. Uh, But it's essentially the a dramatized version of how uh, psychoanalysis in the FBI came to be. Um, I is it based
2: upon a book, or is the book based upon it?
3: It's based on a book and research done by um, the guy who actually was the, portrayed by the younger man. Oh. in in the TV series,
1: which is interesting because he's been on a few podcasts. I've actually like yeah heard him talk um, about Mindhunter and about some of those experiences and should bring
2: him on FCG. I
1: wish. I wish. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He was. Um, he was a consultant for the for that series on netflix too so yeah yeah i thought it was great i'm giving it a five i I loved
0: it a little bit trippy but yeah it was i could handle it aaron what'd you think about mindhunter
2: i didn't think about it because i didn't watch it yet (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 new
3: aaron it's new i'm
2: gonna watch (laughs) it i want to watch it i just haven't watched it because i have so much other shit to watch
1: yeah, right now I'm like anime. Right
2: now, yeah, right now I'm re watching the greatest show of all time. You
1: need to rethink Did you just say priorities. Scandal
0: is the greatest show of all time?
2: Yes, it is my favorite show ever.
0: Is that wow. the one with Kerry Washington? That says, hell yeah, that says, I great. love um, Kerry Washington, but th- 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 that is not um, the greatest show. My wife liked that show, but
1: no, it's not great. Sorry, <laughs> it's like a fucking nighttime soap opera.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, she can't stop fucking the president. <laughs> uh, now it
3: all Carrie comes It's Washington Washington the is incredible. movies with the boobies.
0: She, so. was, she was in a really great show called uh, Little Fires Everywhere or something like that. Hi, it was so good. Anyway. Wasn't that
3: a teen show? No.
0: No. No. Omar, thinking everyone.
1: what do you think about
0: Mind Hunter? Um, I think it's great. I
1: think that I would... I've gotten a lot less ridicule if I went with that instead of going with, uh, my <laughs> <longer>. <laughs> but there's uh, a
0: lot of shit in the comments about it.
1: Yeah. I mean, they can go, they can go fuck
0: themselves. No.
2: <laughs> is Nick ripping you a new asshole?
0: I mean, he, he's actually he ripping always you one. does. Have you he seen says it? scandal is the best show of all time. Logs does off. Does he
1: really? <laughs> <I> no,
3: <know. laughs> he's logs off.
1: So I- anyway, <laughs> um yeah great pick babe um i love this shit i love the fact that it's based all on true events um like i said i've listened i can't think of the guy's name right now um but the how guy,
2: accurate is it
1: um very very it's it's the most oh, accurate sweet. so basically criminal intent is loosely based on what this is not, not criminal oh. not lawnmower Mine- yeah Criminal minds. Um, criminal minds criminal minds criminal uh, minds thank you criminal minds is basically loosely based on what this is the, in real life and um, and it's really how the FBI rethunk how they investigated <laughs>
2: rethunk they good re-thunk, english it. boy
1: thank you they rethunk it they <laughs> fuck you they, they so again they rethink thunk is when you think but in past tense oh my wrong is, past participle <laughs> <laughs> well let me change the decibels <laughs> <laughs> <Decibles>. <laughs> um anyway um Yeah, it's great. It's it's accurate. It's when the FBI really started talking to what they didn't have the term serial killers yet, but mass murders, basically people who did heinous crimes, multiple murders, and realizing that normal police tactics were not working. Um, And Mm. so it was a whole new way of evaluating it um, psychologically. um, And and well, yeah, because
2: psychology is almost more important than police work for that stuff.
1: Well, yeah, and this is, and so this was based in 1970 when they needed to de- develop that, and, and the guy that yeah, they didn't know was, doing, about it. was doing that. Was it was all brand new? It sounds and fascinating. They're like, you know, you know, you're wasting your time, and he and he was fascinated talking to all these like like killers and getting mm-hmm. like really honest answers, and re- it really it's it's fascinating um i'm into all that one of my favorite genres a podcast is true crime podcast and so that guy's actually been on a couple of different podcasts i've listened to talking about it. and that's how i know a little bit about the netflix series um it sounds like all the actors are ready and want to keep going but i guess the director um venture is is it is, is for whatever reason Um, hesitant because he's a perfectionist but I guess he's only actually directed he's only actually directed like maybe 10 episodes altogether and like all the other episodes are directed by other people anyway so they're. who gives a shit? Exactly and he he did that with other episodes where he did like the first few seasons and then like gave it up to other people as well so fincher is a
0: masterclass in directing though the fact that he's even taking the time out to direct tv is like pretty it's a pretty big deal right and so
1: but so if he's gonna right, but he
3: shouldn't ruin it for the rest of the world we don't get a season three because, and of because, him and because he's such applery.
1: a he's such a big name like netflix won't do it without him they could you know, yeah makes but, sense. But, but they're just they're just netflix. like so anyway that's what <laughs> rest again with the netflix
3: so what, what so. do you give it what do you give it
1: Oh, babe, you're trying to win this thing. I'll give it a five. (laughs) All right. Uh, I'm going to give it a
0: 3.5, which means that Mindhunter is going to get a 13.5 on the grayscale. You're just padding padding the scale. Actually, you know what? Um, You know what? I'm going to give Mindhunter a 3.6. How about that? There you go. How about that? 3.6. Because it is really good. Um, And uh, let's see here. I have all the uh, the stuff tallied and totaled. Are y'all ready to we'll talk help. about to go for it. Go our, for uh, it. our top stuff here?
1: Okay, our top stuff. Our top stuff. The top stuff, Chris.
0: <laughs> I'm on top always. <laughs>
1: oh goodness! Ooh. So, all right. Um, Does let's that see mean here? Then that means you can't really be gay, right?
2: Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not. But
3: moving on, Chris. Tell us who all won right. this game.
0: All right, well, first, let's talk about the the top movies here, yeah, let's do that. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, um the fifth oh, I
3: see why you gave it a point six asshole. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was for it was for y- your benefit. It's actually one better than my movie, yeah,
3: yet. okay, move it moving on,
0: yeah, so okay. a whole a whole tenth of a point. he's so
1: generous with it,
0: tying so, third sure. place, or excuse me fifth place, tying fifth place or three movies. All right. Three, two movies and one TV show law and order, criminal intent, nightcrawler <laughs> yeah. and the good son all oh got my. 10 points on the gray scale. So yeah. they're all tied at number five. All right. <laughs> number four with 12.5 points is the Joker uh, or just Joker. Excuse me. It's not the Joker Joker. Uh, number three at 13.5 points is fight club. Number two with 13.6 points is Mind Hunter. And our number one psychological thriller of all time with 14 points out of 20 on the grayscale is The Sixth Sense. Wow. It's,
3: it's,
0: it's a good list. It's a really good list. Uh, Elizabeth, do you have the numbers for the winners or do you want me to do that?
3: I do. I have it.
0: Perfect. I'll let you so
3: do So in fourth place with 23.5 points is Christopher. Woo!
1: I knew I would lose. At least we have a nice sturdy bottom. It makes me feel safe. If you're you're, going to build a pyramid, you always want a good foundation.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm right next to you there, Chris, with uh, (laughs) Ah. (laughs) 28.6. I got the good caboose to boot there, so we're good. Aaron came in third with
1: 30.5
3: points. Or second place. Sorry, that's second place. Second Aaron. Wait a minute. And Omar... What?
1: What's the, what's the point difference here? Okay, How- hang on. Last time with, you gave me 10 extra points. I'm just making sure.
3: With 30.5 points in oh. second place is Aaron. And with 34 points is Omar.
1: Don't twist do oh. my heart. Don't twist my heart. <laughs> Check
3: my math, Chris, with your <laughs> Google Analytics over there. But
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: Uh, yep, exactly correct. Omar did win with 35 oh. points. Well, I don't have wow. the que- music
1: queued up. I'm going to take the humble approach. <laughs> All I do
0: is win, 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 no matter what. There you go. I just
1: want want to thank God. I should play some DMX, you know, to to finish it up because you know out of respect. But maybe on the actual episode, Chris can cue that up for me.
0: Probably not. Okay, so (laughs) let's talk about honorable mentions. um, I'm I'm just just going to
3: say I have none, just so you can skip me. Go ahead, everybody else. I'll sit back and listen.
0: All right, Aaron, what are some of your honorable mentions?
2: Hope y'all have seen this, but I bet you're not. I'm going to go with Horns with Jake Gyllenhaal. I've seen it. The movie is fantastic and it's freaking weird as shit, though.
3: Jake's been in a lot of
2: a psychological minute. thrillers. Is it
0: Jake Gyllenhaal or Daniel Radcliffe?
2: Oh, no, I'm wrong. Sorry. That's Daniel Radcliffe.
0: That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah.
2: It is such a big difference between fucking Harry Potter and that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll that. something that's tame to what am I watching?
0: Yeah.
3: You had to break out sometime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of the
2: weirdest parts probably is when he goes to the damn hospital and tries to get his freaking horns cut off. You have the um mom in the waiting room just bitching about how annoying her um daughter is, and then you go into the freaking um waiting room and the doctor's fucking the nurse. <laughs>
0: It's a weird movie, for sure. It's definitely strange. Uh, but I tell- it before too.
2: I move on, I'll tell the actual legitimate plot for it. So, um, he plays a character named Iggy, who is accused of murdering his girlfriend, and the entire town hates him with a passion. And so, because of that, he's viewed as basically the devil and grows horns, like the traditional view of Satan. And his whole goal is to try to clear his name and then because he has horns anyone who is bad ends up having to tell the truth about whatever they feel and um and they basically just spew out whatever is going on in their mind
0: i thought he was just horny um <laughs> <laughs> all right horns uh, any other ones you, you can think of
2: Um, Unknown from Liam Neeson is pretty dang good, too. And I like it because it doesn't um, fit the exact narrative of most um, generic Liam Neeson stuff with um, action with not much plot. Like, it's actually interesting because you don't know what in the world is going on with him until the very end. And then you're like, oh, he's actually not even who he says he is.
0: Because he doesn't even know anymore.
2: No, not at all. So (laughs) basically what happens, in case no one's seen it, is... He um, goes on this business trip to somewhere in Europe. I don't remember what country. But um, he ends up forgetting something in a bag in his car. And his wife, um, or his supposed wife, because it's not actually his wife, waits for him in the um, lobby um, because they take the taxi back to find the bag. He gets into a car accident, um, which... Um, I guess is was designed by the organization to basically get rid of him. And then he's on a manhunt to clear his name and prove that he is who he says he is, even though he's not. But because he had an um, uh, accident, he still bought into um, this um, government-bought name of his, kind of like what they did for the um, porn series. Oh. And then at the end, you find out, oh, shit. He is a part of some sort of American agency. um, And basically they tried to kill him because they didn't need him anymore. It's pretty interesting.
0: Exactly. Like all of the other Liam Neeson movies I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. All right. uh, Any other ones just like uh, titles to shout out? Not really.
2: They're probably my favorite ones.
1: Cool. Omar, any honorable mentions? Omar. Oh yeah. There's, there's some good ones for sure. Um, (laughs) this is again for me this genre psychological thriller when i was in my teens you know coming of age this is kind of a genre i'd go to for lots of different reasons um you know it uh, got you thinking but also it seems like for a while there there was just a lot of good sex scenes too and some of these uh, like you know you had like basic instinct and um you know things like the the crush with uh uh alicia silverstone was in that i mean there there's just a bunch of like different things that were like really super sex charged um black swan but also had like really good plots on the psychological thriller side of stuff which is kind of weird it was like they were definitely gearing movies i think to like Make like my genre like that age group so um mm-hmm. i grew up with a lot of that um i think i named a couple of them disturbia is a good one 12 monkeys is a good one some of these we've talked about before sounds so lambs seven Donny darko um those are all very good psychological thrillers. we talked about in, in different genres would be horror or um you got uh limitless is one that i really liked um i think uh was it a bradley cooper's in that and it's, yep. you take a pill and it kind of like is like the best version of yourself um that's a great idea shutter island um is a free
2: would, po- would power qualify then
1: power, power's a great movie that would be jamie fox's version of that same basic yeah. scenario um it's actually, hard
2: for it sometimes because sometimes it melds too much into other subgenres so it's kind of hard to figure out
1: yeah um and then like things like Shutter Island, um, there's there's so there's a there's a lot of good ones. Um, I'm I guess happy with my fun. list though. I won, so fuck you all.
0: well i've got a few um so i've played this movie before whatever happened to baby jane it's on netflix you should watch it uh it is from the 60s though so you know be prepared to watch a black and white movie it's so good uh and it is a psychological thriller a movie with uh, bill paxton uh, not nightcrawler but frailty uh is uh, a really interesting movie where um, bill paxton is told by god to go out and destroy demons and he brings his children in on it, uh, but there's a huge twist ending. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's in it. It's really good. Um, Ten Cloverfield Lane was really good. Ex Machina, incredible movie. Uh, Prisoners, another uh, Denis Villeneuve and Jake Gyllenhaal movie uh, that also stars Hugh Jackman uh, and um, well, uh, just some other really good uh,
2: uh wish Netflix didn't fuck up the um, Cloverfield
0: universe. Oh yeah, that movie was horrible. Um, The Vanishing with Jeff Bridges, uh, Kiefer Sutherland, and uh, Sandra Bullock from back in the '90s is a pretty cool movie. Uh, Jeff Bridges is incredibly disturbing in that movie. Uh, Nocturnal Animals, which came out uh, a few years back with uh, Amy Adams, Uh, Gone Girl. She's a great actress. Gone Girl's pretty good. Gone Girl is definitely in my top ten of all time, and this would have made my list had I not already played it on crime movies. Actually, Daniel was telling me, like, why not Gone Girl? Uh, because I've already played it. I'm really trying not to play the same movies more than once. Uh, if so, if I'm,
2: we're talking crime thrillers, the reason why I didn't mention it is because it's not really psychological, but it is a thriller, is the next three days with Russell Crowe? Yeah, I highly recommend watching it. It's very fascinating. He basically tries to break his Wife out of prison and forces his kid to go on to run with him.
0: Is it Gladiator era Russell Crowe or Les Miserables era Ooh. Russell Crowe? Because I will not it's watch it a... nowadays. <laughs> it's 2000s ish. Oh, okay. All right. So he's, he's still a good actor at that point. Yeah. Uh, Cube. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. That's a pretty crazy movie. Uh, Vanilla Sky. Misery. Uh, These are all just a lot of really good psychological thrillers that unfortunately we can't make a huge list. But yeah. Elizabeth, you said you didn't have any.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I don't have any. I already told you. Shocker.
2: (laughs) All right. I read books. Should we do uh, an entire episode of just um, random
0: animated shit for you to win at? We already did that. I I, think uh, uh, we did just on animated, right?
3: Yeah, we did animated. We also tried Disney with somebody once, and uh, one of those didn't. work. One of them didn't get oh. released because the audio got fucked up, but
0: Oh weird. I thought they both got released. But anyway. Ooh, uh, you know what we should do? What's that? We should do
2: we should do uh, one with me and Joe that is Studio Ghibli.
0: So we've tried to get Joe on movies that molded me a long ass time ago and he refused.
3: What the fuck? <laughs> it's been it's Lay been a like a year of trying to get him on our show.
0: Yeah. We've been trying to get Joe on movies that molded me for a while. Wow. I, I don't think he's into it. I don't um think so. Let's go through the list one more time very quickly. Uh, tied for number five, uh, we've got Law and Order, Criminal Intent, Nightcrawler, and The Good Son. Number four, Joker. Number three, Fight Club. Number two, Mindhunter. And the number one psychological thriller of all time is The Sixth Sense. Really good list, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun.
1: No, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for being here, Aaron. It was a nice good, for having me. good genre you picked. And. Yeah, Elizabeth, for not knowing a lot about this genre, you brought some bangers. So I, mean, I yeah. thought you did really yeah, good. Yeah,
0: for sure. Thanks. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I think
2: <laughs> <laughs> you. get a star on all of our charts. Thank you. And eventually, if you get enough, you get a prize.
3: Right. Yay. <laughs>
2: At <laughs> least Aaron, one
0: person saw everything I've seen. <laughs> Aaron, one more time. What's your podcast going to be called? It
2: is called The Rebellion.
0: And oh, you said May 4th, right?
2: Hopefully
0: (laughs) (laughs) this episode might come out by then. So hopefully people will go check it out. (laughs) All right. Follow us over on Facebook. Uh, I don't know if we have an Instagram or not. Uh, Get on Marco Polo, support us on Patreon. We love you. Oh, bye. Bye.